Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7 and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello darlings and welcome to season two, episode 12 of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because it's officially episode number 50 today and it is always a little milestone in the podcasting work because you're halfway to 100. To celebrate the 50th episode, I'm actually offering a free coaching call with me All you have to do is share the podcast on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, and just send me a screenshot of your share, and I will announce the name of the lucky winner on the 6th of August, so stay tuned. If you have been thinking about coaching and you're not sure whether it's for you, this is a fabulous opportunity for you to get a free session with me before I go on maternity leave, because I have to be honest, this has truly felt like an express pregnancy and I know it's going so fast and I know the little mini bundle will be here before we know it. I also thought I'd mention that I've also been in the process of expanding my business. Stress will still be a big part of my coaching but I'm also incorporating a lot more nutrition and movement in my programs because as you all know I'm a certified health and nutrition coach and I don't want that knowledge to go to waste so I'm definitely using it a little bit more in my coaching program and I've created a lot of free resources for you to get started on your journey to better mental and physical health so if you would like access to some of those free resources please just send me a dm and I will forward you the access Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So earlier this year, I got asked to be one of the coaches on the COSI platforms. The COSI platform is effectively an online coaching platform that has a variety of different coaches. Got relationship coaches, sex coaches, mental health coaches. And what you can do is you can submit your problems, worries, and questions on this platform. And the most appropriate coach will get assigned to you and and give you some actionable steps around your problem to help you work it out. So today I thought I'd share some of the questions that I have provided advice around. So I hope you find some of this advice helpful. So the first question is, how do I address the root cause of where my stress is coming from? I'm someone who's quite good at coping with stress and I've never had major panic attacks or anxiety. However, I recently have a constant feeling of tightness around my chest area and I know it could be somehow related to stress. 
I'm not sure whether it's because of my work relationship or family. So my answer to this question is that identifying the root of your stress can actually be one of the hardest things to get to the bottom of. So when clients come to me with that exact problem, I usually recommend that they keep what I call a stress log and journal around the stress and what they are experiencing when the stress occurs. So by writing your thoughts and feelings down, it can assist you in finding the direct cause of your stress in the different aspects of your life. And it can also assist you in finding a way in which you can deal with the stress because you can also address what helps you feel better when you experience that stress. As the entries in that stress log increase, you will most likely slowly see a pattern of what commonly sets off the stress and what usually helps with the stress. So I've provided some journal prompts to help identify where the root of the stress is coming from. So where are you finding and experiencing the greatest level of stress? Is it at work, at home or within your relationship? Is there a particular person that makes you feel more stress when you are around them? How can you communicate with that particular person about how they are making you feel? What is stressing you out about a particular situation? So for example, is there a feeling of a lot of pressure around completing work tasks in a timely manner? Do you feel like you're not being appreciated in your relationship or at work? Those are some of the things that you can journal around. So the next question, how can I feel less emotionally drained from being a supportive friend when I know at the next opportunity my friend will ditch me for her new partner? My friend recently broke up with her partner, so she has started reaching out to me again, as I haven't really heard from her over the last two years that she's been in a relationship. She has this pattern of only talking to me when she's single, and I've started to realize that even then it's very focused on her, and it's often because she's looking for validation. I actually feel like women can relate to this so much. My main bit of advice is to create some boundaries around the relationship so that you don't get hurt again. And boundaries in relationships are really important because they actually help define what you're comfortable with and what you will and won't tolerate in any type of relationship. So setting those boundaries can actually help ensure that your relationship is respectful, appropriate and and caring. And I think it's also really important to let go of expectations. I think at times we have such big expectations of other people and then when they let us down, we get really, really disappointed. So rather than putting that expectation on the relationship, really focusing on enjoying the time you have with your friend and being present when you're with her. And also remembering that you actually don't have much control of how others treat you. You just have control over the actions you take and how you treat others. So do your best to be a supportive friend within the friendship. And I think sometimes that's all you can do. My three tips for this question, we're really keeping an open line of communication and speaking to your friend around the worries that you have about the friendship and losing her again. 
setting those boundaries and writing down what type of behavior you will and won't tolerate in the friendship. Because like I said, boundaries really set the standards of how others treat us. And writing down the things you can control in the friendship, such as how you treat your friend with kindness, love and compassion. And so this leads me to the next question, which is slightly similar, but the question is, will my friends abandon me and will our relationship change? I'm worried that my friends and I will grow apart as our lives are changing. I feel like we are getting to different stages in life. And while we used to like the same things, we are now changing and I'm concerned, especially when I'm a mother and I'm worried that I'm going to be left out of things. I think as we move through our 20s into our 30s, this is a really common worry for women. And I know it was probably a really common worry for me. I think it's important to recognize that life is forever changing. You're going through different milestones in your life. The right people will always stay in your life, no matter what happens. And change is really a natural way of life because if we're not changing and growing and going through different things, then life would be pretty boring. So, you know, I've got friends that have kids I've got friends that don't have kids I'm very lucky because one of my well my bestest friend is pregnant at the moment and we're sharing that journey together but one of my other best friends doesn't have kids yet and I don't feel like our relationship has changed we both have definitely gotten very busy but the relationship itself hasn't changed so what I like you to focus on is being the friend that you want to be and really asking yourself some good quality questions how you can be a better friend how you can keep in touch with your friends if you're feeling like you're gonna lose touch and how you can be really open with your friends about how you're feeling if some friends do end up moving away from you then you know they weren't meant to be in your life I think some people are there just for a chapter and some people are there for your whole life And so unfortunately, you can't control if someone leaves the friendship or doesn't make an effort. It's actually, I guess, more a reflection on them, particularly if you're really trying to make an effort. So my three main points of advice were to focus on the type of friend that you want to be, schedule regular checkups and catch up time so you always feel connected and you know what's happening in their life as well. And take some time out for yourself when you start feeling like you're losing control and you're feeling like you're losing touch with them really try and pinpoint where it's coming from and this is where reflection is really really important This episode is brought to you by the Stressless Journal. After spending most of my 20s chronically stressed, I came down with a mystery chronic illness at the end of 2015, which I'm sure was caused by my inability to manage stress and anxiety. While on my journey to better health, I discovered journaling, and it helped me so, so much in dealing with my stress and anxiety and in processing my feelings and emotions. And this is why I created the Stressless Journal. The Stressless Journal was created to encourage modern professional perfectionist women to take back control of their stress and to help them create more balance in their life. 
The journal provides women with tools to help them view stress in a different light and to better manage the impact that it has in their lives. It encourages women to take back control and help them live their lives in the present moment. If stress is something you struggle with on a daily basis, then this journal is for you. You can purchase your copy of the Stressless Journal by heading to the Knowing Her Wellness website shop, www.knowingherwellness.com.au forward slash shop forward slash. Now let's get back into today's episode. So the next question is my partner and I are going through a health scare. How do I make sure I'm supporting him as much as possible? We are both worried about his health and won't find out the answer about what is happening for some time. So my main advice around this would be focusing on the things you can control in this moment in time. Even though you don't have an answer for what's going on, it should really be a time where you're adjusting things like your diet, your mindset, movement of the body in order to support your body the best you can. And having a background in science and oncology and going through my own health battles, I believe there is room for Western medicine, but there's also room for holistic ways of living and doing the things that you can to help support your health because everything makes a difference and it really promotes better overall health and well-being when you take control of things like your diet, your nutrition and your movement and you do the best that you possibly can for your bodies. Changing your environment also has a big impact on your health. So trying to remove unnecessary stresses that may be happening in your environment right now. And this can help in helping to calm down your central nervous system a little bit more. In regards to you being there for your partner, there's a couple of tips. I think the main thing is being able to practice good active listening skills and really listening to their worries and concerns that they may have around their health. Do your best to also be present when you're spending time with your partner and this will help them feel like you are mentally and physically there for them. And also be really open about your feelings around this because I think sometimes we don't want to put that on the person that's going through the health scare, but I think sometimes they actually appreciate it. And what you will find is it will probably actually bring you a little bit closer together. So question number five, how can I stop being so scared of the future when I don't know what it's going to look like? I'm feeling worried that I'm not going to be able to do the things that I want when I'm a mother. I'm scared that my life is going to stop and all the things that make me happy are going to come to a standstill. I'm putting together a plan to ensure that all the things that I am able to continue to do, I will keep on doing when the baby arrives. I know there will be a period of adjustment, but how can I relax into this change instead of stressing about it? I can completely understand how you're feeling. Um, I'm currently pregnant and have always been super driven and I've probably put off having kids because I was afraid of the change. So what that creates is we start controlling things a little bit more instead of actually letting go and surrendering a little bit more. Control can be great when it comes to your health and well-being, but too much control can actually be really exhausting. Whenever I feel like I'm getting into that state, 
state of control, I try and switch into that state of surrender because the surrender feels so much more relaxing when you let go and you let go of that uncertainty. Some ways in which you can start surrendering around this is taking notice of when you're trying to take control, learning to sit with the fear and uncertainty and being able to breathe through it. Open yourself to not always having the answers and knowing what's coming next because sometimes what's around the corner is something even better that you actually expected if things had worked out the way you thought they would. Being able to release that inner critic and stop judging yourself, you don't always have the answers and the solutions and there will be an adjustment period with the baby but you will find your feet. Everyone always does, otherwise people wouldn't keep having kids. And then choose acceptance instead of resistance. So accepting the things are the way they are. And sometimes one of the best things you can do is just to feel and accept that this is the point that you're going through in your life and just keep moving through it. So my three main bits of advice are making a plan, which you've already done, but this will definitely assist you in feeling more in control of your life. And it will also give you some direction of where you eventually want to end up. It won't necessarily mean that the time frame that you put on the plan will end up being what you think it is, but at least it will give you some direction. And remember that you can have it all in life, just not at the same time. And whatever is meant for you will always find its way. So really focus on being more mindful around being in the present moment with each milestone as you go through. Obviously, for me, work is really, really important. But I also have been really present in this pregnancy because I understand how lucky I am to be going through this. I also don't want to miss any of those moments and look back and feel like I have missed a moment. And then give yourself some time to sit with your feelings and emotions and write them down. Writing things down makes such a big difference and it definitely helps to make you feel better around a particular problem. So this leads me on to the next question, um, which is related to pregnancy. How can I stop worrying about fear of the unknown and try to enjoy my pregnancy? I'm feeling quite down. I'm pregnant and constantly worried about how my life is going to change when the baby gets here. The baby is planned and wanted, but I can't stop thinking about how much my friends are going to be adrift from me. I'm also worried about having this baby and how it's going to affect my relationship with my husband. We are best friends and the idea of being under pressure and a chiasm forming between us terrifies me. I'm sure it's fear of the unknown, but I don't know how to just wait and see how things unfold rather than worrying every day. And again, I can totally relate to this being pregnant. I think it's normal to have these types of worries. And of course, the new addition will affect your relationship with your partner. But I think it's important to recognize that it won't necessarily affect your relationship in a negative way because both your partner and you decided on 
having this baby and you are bringing this beautiful human into the world, of course, there'll be an adjustment period. And I think because we naturally shift to the negative, we forget the positive that will come out of having this baby. So things like your partner appreciating you for what you do and them stepping up and that can actually help you build a stronger foundation within your relationship. So my advice to you would be to make a list of the things you can't control and just let them go. When it comes to the changes that the baby will bring, you will have those good days, you'll have bad days. And I think as long as you recognize that, it will be a lot easier to sort of come into that next period of time. Practice some self-care. I mean, there's so much happening to your body right now while you're pregnant. And so I think you need to be able to put yourself first sometimes and do the things that make you feel good about yourself. And the third thing is communicating with your partner on how you are feeling. If you're quite open in your communication, again, this will actually bring you closer together during that time. And then the last question is, what can I do not to overthink so much and start arguments? Every day I feel depressed and sometimes just numb, not feeling at all. I'm not sure why I'm feeling this way. Some days I'll be happy, then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, I'm back to being down. I have also been diagnosed with manic depression. Could that just be the cause of it? I'm also an overthinker. My life isn't really that bad, but I get really, really frustrated with things. I hate confrontation and speaking about my feelings. I have been like this my whole life, even growing up, because we didn't really talk about our feelings within our family. So I hope you are seeking mental health support from a psychologist um, in regards to your manic depression, but I can definitely relate to you being an overthinker and also being non-confrontational because I'm a little bit the same and it's something I've struggled with my whole life. I am getting better at it now, but I think women naturally think so much more than men do and it is a very common female trait. So my main tips around this would be journaling. So journaling is an amazing way of processing feelings, emotions and behaviors and really being able to see patterns around your thoughts and behaviors. So start off with five to 10 minutes a day and just literally put on a timer and spend that five to 10 minutes just writing whatever comes into your mind and don't judge it. Participate in activities that will assist you in being a little bit more mindful and aware of your feelings, whether that's meditation, whether that's yoga or walking. This can really help increase your mood and really help you recognize when you are overthinking. And doing things like deep breathing. So when you feel tense and feel like you're going to snap, take a couple of deep breaths. This will help calm your nervous system and it will most likely change the way you react in a particular situation. 
So I hope you have loved this episode and I hope you have found some of these tips helpful. Like I said, please feel free to share the podcast and then you'll be in the running for the free coaching session. I'm really excited about it. Um, Hopefully I can help start get you on your own health journey. Have a beautiful week and I will catch you all soon. And remember, life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.